Today is Tuesday, May 6th. This is inter interview group A with Cytoglutigenia at IMS. his generous teaching and um, a lot of humor made me more interest in the meditation. Um, coming to this retreat changed my concept of meditation. In the beginning I thought that it's just for the uh, release my stress, and if I have a stressful day, I sit. If I don't, I have a good day, then I don't sit. <laughs> now I understand that there are reasons that people sit every day because of environment, uh, and um, if you don't sit every day, this uh, defilement can grow bigger and bigger is so hard to catch. Mm. So um, I really thank you for um, Seattle Wisdom to point out that uh, the reason to sit and um, defilements are very, very uh, sneaky. <laughs> I start out with the awareness <coughs> And a while later, I check and I go to the side of the object. So I don't know how it happened, but it's what happened like countless times. So it's, it's, it sounds easy, but it's not easy. Mm -hmm. So, um... Actually, you no, know, because no, not only sit. Meditate. Meditate is not sit. Sit, but it, uh... Yeah. No. Oh. I used to think that only sitting is a sitting, even though the teacher always reminds, but still, back of the mind is the sitting, meditation is a sitting. Mm. <laughs> but now I realize that, you know, in any posture, we, we, can, be, we can be away. And then it, I, I think that it changed my practice a lot. Should be like this. Meditation is like this. Should be like this. Not only sitting. Meditation is a mind walk, right? Yeah. Not push her body walk. Well, be that, no? I'll tap you on this one. Yogi, I'm a doctor. I'm a he says we only don't improve in our practice because we don't practice all the time. Mm -hmm. 
we may have practiced a long, long time, but when we don't make the attempts to maintain a, a steady practice, then we find that we don't gain a lot of momentum in our practice. He said we are like day, daily rated workers. We earn the money today and we eat all the... We, we use it for our food today. So, so we work and we work a long time and very hard, but we don't become rich. <laughs> what we what we get and what we use he says it's all used up yeah every day that sometimes what we what we earn and what we spend is not balanced and sometimes we're in debt <laughs> <laughs> So that's, that's what the Dhamma is about. He says we have to practice it daily, we have to practice it all the time, we have to be patient and we have to continue to grow it steadily. Then over the long term, it gives us great benefit. We come for a retreat to learn how to practice, but it's at home that the real practice must take place. Okay, next. Nothing to say. Nothing to say and nothing to ask. Last chance. <laughs> yes. Over the last few years, there is a regret in my mind that comes from a long time ago and um, it has emerged more strongly and I'm really wondering how to meet it. I was advised by a teacher to practice forgiveness practice and just recently I have begun to do so. I have some resistance to doing it, uh, partly because it feels that when I practice it is, feels a little routine, it feels a little bit too much I, it feels like I'm recounting what I did every day, mm. and it sort of solidifies what is already difficult. Mm. And I'm, I just started doing this, and I'm wondering whether there is a more skillful way to practice with regret. And it pertains to a person who I cannot 
talk this over with the person has died. Mm-hmm. So, um, so the person you need to forgive is yourself? Yes. Yes. Okay. ဒီနောင်တာကိုသူမလွတ်ချနိုင်ဖြစ်နေတယ်လဲအိုဖြစ်ခဲ့တဲ့လူနက်လည်းသူတာကိုရှင်းလွတ်လို့မရတော့အ
and that was the result of delusion. There was there is no I in the first place. There is a cause and effect relationship. There is a cause and effect for what happened. <laughs> It's only the identification with what has happened that brings the rest of the defilements. But I didn't do it, he said. The mind did it because the mind had delusion, was deluded. ไอ้ไอ้ไอ้ไอ้ไอ้ไอ้ไอ้ไอ้ไอ้ไอ้ไอ้ไอ้ไอ้ไอ้ไอ้ไอ้ไอ้ไอ้ไอ้ไอ้
um, difficult to know or difficult to calm down. <laughs> difficult to know or difficult to calm down. Both. <laughs> He wants us to know the distinction that there is the knowing itself is easy. We recognize it. That's easy. We don't even have to try. It's recognized. Then awareness is easy. What's difficult is having to feel it, experience it. And want it not to be there, want to calm down. That's the difficulty. Well, I, I did want to calm down, certainly. Um, but I, I was able to move back into awareness again and again. The deep end. And um, even was aware as uh, a doubt arose that doubt was right. Mm. Um, that I, I was wanting to understand, there was that, that sense of, I need to understand this. Knowledge, I say, Okay. And then um, eventually one morning it was gone. Uh, it was not mysterious to feel it, uh, to feel all those defilements arise mm -hmm. in, in my mind state with that, but it was a little mysterious to have a change. <laughs> so there is some momentum in the awareness because you kept coming back to it. And once awareness gains momentum, then the mind doesn't do so much work feeling. It's not feeding the defilement. It's feeding the awareness. So the awareness is gaining momentum and the other one is is losing steam yeah well but then then it felt like i had very good awareness a very subtle yeah, however it is it will come and go Mm. Yeah. <laughs> um, I wanted to ask about. Uh, oh, yes, I also wanted to report that I spoke with somebody this morning for just a few minutes. Mm. Um, as soon as we did, it was it began to talk. It was easier, but also I was aware of two things. One was that silence was easier in, in the conversation. Mm, to be aware of the silence when yeah, during it, the conversation. Was, it, it was, I was aware that it was comfortable to mm. be silent. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Well, the 
Momentum in practice helps us to be mindful when we speak. Possibly when you were aware of it, that the desire to speak stopped, the desire to think of the future stopped, or the mind understood it wasn't necessary, so it stopped, or any of Second question was, do you recommend for us that in addition to the all-day-long awareness that we have a formal um, time that we set aside? Yes, we should. Yeah, he says no matter how we 
want to do that formal practice. It's just a time that we determine that we will try to be mindful most continuously. Whether we sit or any other thing. He says he had, when he was at home, a daily, he sat at night before he slept and he woke, woke up in the morning and he sat before he went to work. And he sat throughout the day <laughs> in his shop, coffee shop. The moment he wasn't serving his customers or if there was a lull in the, in the shop, he said, then he would be still. So then he would just be doing a meditation. Five minutes, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Minutes, yeah, yeah. Whether he had five minutes or ten minutes, yeah, it, it gathered his mind. Thank you. I'm very grateful. Yes. It seems this being a human being is not such an easy thing. Lupia Ramanova. Lupia Ramanova. Lupia Ramanova. It's a lot of effort. Josiah. <laughs> effort and um, also a lot of compassion for all the mistakes mm. that are made. Mm. Yes. He says we need to understand the mistakes, the nature. He says then um, that compassion is readily available. Yeah. There's some balance between taking responsibility for one's actions that are made while under delusion and there is some responsibility. Taking responsibility for mm. one's actions. Right. For the actions. Yes. That, that we t- took for even the though actions that are taken while, while we were deluded, yes. Yeah, not seeing so clearly. Yeah. And you know, and and letting it be, and forgiving, and letting it go. It seems like there's some mix of. To be honest, who more ha jiao lu ke bi me gu wan ne dao yin yu de lu xi le le. E ro gu a gu 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 kui lu bu jiu za le, lu cha bu jiu za le, ne ne lu yu xi ne le le. But he says when there's true understanding that letting go becomes easy, becomes spontaneous, the 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 compassion becomes spontaneous. But when there is not true understanding, like seeing through what really the reality of it, he says then then it feels like we're trying to let go or trying to have compassion. Further questions about this, but they're not coming to mind. Major, I'm a 
ดิอาเรพลีสเวิร์ดเรสปอนซิบิลิตี้วิดคอนเซควันซ์เดอะอีสอะคอนเซควันซ์ซูจองจูพิสิงซูดิสไมน์บอดี้อะทดไทม์
Sometimes the fear isn't that big, actually. It's not such a large fear. But sometimes we magnify the fear just by knowing it and then feeding it with our imagination almost like we 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 think about the fear and what it is fearing and then it seems to become a much larger thing. He says, so the things that we are fearing are actually not so frightening in themselves. There's nothing much about what we are fearing that's actually fearful or or dangerous, you know. Um, but it's the fear that is uh, magnifying everything. Yeah. So, so would one, in the looking, yeah, look lightly, sort of as in holding awareness lightly, yeah. sort of more than looking. See dimension, see dimension. Yes, yes. Yeah. 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 otherwise it feels like we're looking with binoculars, and it's just like big. Yeah. Yeah. He says. He says. He says. We're afraid of it, and, and there is like, wow! <laughs> you know, it's like, you know. <laughs> yeah, it looks bigger under the microscope or the binoculars, yeah. Okay. Um, so, um, I have a couple of questions. Um, the one is, I quite often have conversations in my head mm. with somebody, right? Mm. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> <laughs> he calls it an internal dialogue or internal monologue. <laughs> it's that's usually it's a dialogue, but the other person isn't speaking, it's just me speaking. <laughs> 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 he says probably because that person hasn't heard you, so that's why you're not saying anything. Well, that's it. I'm ha- uh, instead of having a conversation with a person, I'm having it with him in my head. Yeah, so um, I have to have a uh, when I become aware of it, um, similar to your experience, the awareness itself seems to short circuit it, right? Mm. But uh, wondering which of the defilements that is. He says, just ask yourself the question, which defilement is it? And then just gently watch. Yeah. Don't, don't look at it very closely, just very gently. Peek at it. Uh, look like this. From the corner of the eye. Yeah, yeah. Don't don't stare at it from the just look at it. Look like this, then you continue talking. Then slowly you can look check. If you look like this, they they are not 
They are pretend. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> they don't show you the nature. And then the other thing that I wanted to ask you, if you have some words of wisdom about when you go back into your normal world and you uh, interact with people in your daily life, whether in the family or in the work, or who, you know, are not practicing. Yeah. practicing. <laughs> yeah. And it's, I'm talking about not someone you might exchange something with in a store or, you know, but the people that are regularly in your life on a regular basis. Impiant. Um, dealing with that when you yourself are practicing. And things come back at you, you know that. Yeah, he says, well, they're not practicing. Yes, they might hit us. I mean, you know, like metaphorically, they might download something on us. And, but he says, they're displaying their nature and we have to practice our nature which is to try to be aware and mindful and use wisdom and he says um, they give something to us we don't have to take it they've given us a bucket load of whatever he says we don't have to take it on like a movie they shoot can he says, so when they shoot at you, he says, dodge the bullet. Dodge the bullet. Just gently. Or have a shield. Then it bounces off. Have a force field. He says, it's only when we take it on board that we suffer. Yeah. So don't take it on board. Yeah. And I just want to say thank you. Uh, it's been a really helpful, very helpful learning this Okay. Good news. <laughs> <laughs> But the other one, what you're the other body, I told you, 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 I told and it's because he has tried it and he has been able to do it that he really wants pe people to know that it's possible. If we live with the Dhamma, we really do live with ease.
Problems are only problems when we consider them problems. Only when our mind is shaken, uh, affected. He says that's when we think something is a problem. ไอ้ตัวโคสิเดมันนี่แคนซ่าบ่มาเลยมันเปิ้ลตนาดุญญาเนี่ยเปิ้ลตนาโลเทนโกตัวเปิ้ลตนาโลเทนเปิ้ล
He says, sometimes yogis um, judge themselves, you know, they feel like they can practice it at a retreat and they can't practice at home and they feel like they're failures because they try again and again they feel like they fail again and again and that makes them get down on themselves yeah. But if we know how to, if we know our minds, um, know what's happening, he says, and if we can maintain awareness all the time, he says, then the mind will definitely get to a better and better place. Yeah, state. It's been really helpful to actively watch the mind. Mm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. 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 Yes, and if you do it, if you do it actively and you become familiar with the mind, he says it eventually, it feels like you can't escape knowing the mind, you know, because mind is everywhere. When it becomes a habit to know the mind, then it becomes easy. We do need to give the Dharma time, which means actually that we need to give it dedicated attention for a period of time. And that might be quite a long time (laughs) at home, you know, where we make it our priority for for a long enough time that that it then feels almost natural that it feels natural to be aware. But don't think about that long time. He said, just live one day at a time. <laughs> and each day there is only that day. That, that every day we wake up and think, today I will be mindful all day long. Only one day, only one day enough. Just today. And then the next morning we wake up and again we determine, today I will do this. And again. One day is not very long. If we think one year, he said, it might feel like a very long time. He says, so we don't have to practice a lot, but we have to practice Only today. <laughs> and today, and today, and today. <laughs> Every today. Uh, I haven't been sitting much since I've been here. I just feel like I can't be aware at all when I'm actually sitting. I'm just totally lost in thought. Or if I don't even realize it, then I just beat myself up, and I just can't be aware at all when I'm sitting. I kind of better when I'm like, eating or having a cup of tea or something mm. like that. Mm. Yeah, yeah, so don't sit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
He says there was a Malaysian yogi. It's very funny. He said that yogi would would be thinking continuously, but the yogi was somewhat aware of what the yogi was thinking, and the clock chimes at the hour. And then he said that that yogi would know exactly what the mind was thinking, and when the clock chimed and the yogi wanted to get up, the yogi would know where the story had got to. And then the yogi would go walking and all that, and then the mind would go, you know, be aware of other things or no other, uh, no other thoughts or whatever. And then the yogi would come back to sit, and the mind would start again from that, like continue the story from that point. That's really funny. <laughs> That's how much that yogi like his or her thoughts. He says, thinking continuously without being aware is quite tiring for the mind. But when we are aware, but when we're aware, the mind gets rest. Even though the mind is thinking, the awareness, because the awareness energizes the mind. He says, but if we're just thinking without awareness, he says it's like a leaking battery. It just runs out of energy. He says, as we, as you know, as we remain aware, he says it's it's like we're recharging the battery or or, or refilling it with battery fluid, whichever, <laughs> or plugging the leak, whatever. <laughs> Whichever we are capable of. Yeah, he says, you know, 
when you become aware, um, you know, you've been lost in thought and you become aware, he says there's no need to beat yourself up because you're aware now. I feel confused. Like, how do I become aware again? You know? Do I change my Huh? <laughs> he says, just pick up whatever is there. <laughs> yeah. I feel like there's nothing there. <laughs> he said, there is. <laughs> he says, surely there is something. Just, he says, just relax. And if you really don't know, he said, just you know, move your hand or do this or you know, and just help the mind. อันเนี่ยครับโยมเนี่ยโอ้โยมนี่มันไม่ใช่ตะนี้จะทําอยู่ตะนี้จะเวลาอืมใส่ลูกชาเยอะอยู่เลยใช่ไหมลูกชาเ
think on the very first day uh, you said, are you aware or are you thinking? And uh, that stuck with me and it's been very, very helpful. Mm. And I found that um, the moment I realize I'm not aware <laughs> is just as important as when I am aware. So I like becoming aware. Yeah. Um, that was my first comment. My second question, I guess, is uh, along the lines of thinking and contemplation. Is there a distinction? And for example, uh, I've been practicing with uh, with the Port Foundation and looking at uh, the Dhamma. And let's just take the Four Noble Truths. I'm contemplating them over and over in my meditation. Uh, How do you do that? Just by reciting them. Oh, reciting first, them. First truth, okay. second truth. Okay. Um, I'm aware I'm doing that. Yeah. So is that not thinking? It's contemplation. Is there a difference? Yeah. Um. To ကွန်တင်ပလေးရှင်းကိုနမျိုးပြောလို့ရတဲ့ခုအတခုကိုအချိန်ယူပြောစဉ်းစားတာအဲ့ဒါကွန်တင်ပလေးလို့နောက်တ
encourages right practice, that bolsters right practice, that supports and grows right practice, do that kind of thinking. Yeah, he says, you know, the longer we practice, the less there is to say because all there is left to do is practice more. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he says, we have no more questions about how to practice. We understand it. We just need to do it. <laughs> We are ready, we can go home. <laughs> Where would you direct us to read more about the, um, the mind body rupa ratio? Ratio? What? Ratio. Um, ratio. Ratio. 17, ratio. 1, 17. I thought we were discussing 17. Oh, they're all scattered all over the suttas. Say, 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 kind of, or you're not a second as a poem, you're not a rubber, you're a family. It's in the Abhidhamma text. They call the Abhidhamma the Buddhist psychology. It's all about the mind. And how many minds there are, how many mind, mental concomitants or qualities there are, and how they work, and great detail. You can read it if you like, yeah. Homework, <laughs> death, because. Yes? Um, I read about um, in the Seattle book, it said that it's wrong to expect. Respect from others. Why is that? The Chalu go, because it's an expectation. Um, he says, believing that others should respect us or treat us with respect, he says, but you can't control the other person. If they feel respect, they will show it or express it, and if they don't, then maybe it won't come up, but what can you do? He said, it's, it's, it's them, it's not about you. Yeah. He says sometimes when we're in positions of uh, authority or power, that, that can become a real problem. He says because we, we're so used to people giving us um, adulation or respect or whatever we call it, but when we don't receive it, then it hits the ego. Because when the mind gets used to it and is not aware that it's enjoying it, 
and, and expecting it. Okay. We shall end it today? Yes. One <laughs> question on awareness. Yes. Uh, in the little booklet uh, on right attitude, mm -hmm. there's one that says, <clears throat> look and see if you're aware or superficially aware. <clears throat> and how can I tell? If I'm, a, yeah, if I'm asked, I'm aware, I'm aware, right? Um, yeah. Uh. What is superficially aware? When you, yeah, it, uh, maybe. Yeah, he says to like when, when it's like when we're staring blindly, like we're being aware, but we're kind of we're just doing it because it, we're, yeah, there's no wisdom, there's no actual engagement with the practice, but just a. Uh, like, I have to do it, so I'll do it. Actually, you know, you're doing it because you've been told to, and there's not a real... Yeah. Oh. He says, when, when the monk says we've got to do it, it's not that we really want to know about ourselves. <laughs> yeah, he says, when the motivation comes from within ourselves that we want to know, then there's a real engagement and a real awareness. Yes? Um, as awareness becomes better, is it, is it a good idea, you know, is it an okay idea to take some time out and say, okay, I'm, I'm just going to do concentration practice for this amount of time. Yes. It can be a support. And also is um, it seems maybe more in Asia that there's sort of a a closer relationship with student and teacher. Like you can go to the monastery anytime you need advice. And maybe in the West it's not it's not so much like that. ไม่ได้พูดเยอะเหมือนตัวเราเยอะโอ้โหมาจ้ะเราก็โอ้โหเมจิจ้ําจ้ําหมดตัวเราพ่องนี่อยู่ตัวเมลุยาเมลุยา
Absolutely. Okay. You're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> you're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> I've noticed that I have an increasing amount of guilt around doing things I enjoy mm. because of noticing, I mean, you know, am I greedy or not? Like I start oh, to think, I want one. to go for a walk. Ah. Am I greedy to go for the walk? Should I not go because I should know better? And, and it feels like I take this to this logical end where we are doing nothing. No, yes, no, no, not like that. Uh, to what? Kili ta, so Oh, ero tua tu lochin ne ha tu tu enjoy lo te hari lochin ne so se ka guilty pila on lo ba shi da so ma lo te so tu ba ma ma lo phi do re la shao me so le ma la ma shao phu nya de ge le la la de ge de mo ko le nya ma ho ba ne tua intellectual level ne tua anu tai ye chai depression ma yeah he says when we think about the defilements in this abstract way rather than apply that knowledge just to the objects of observation in that moment it gets crazy like that you know and then you can get depressed because you're 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 thinking about it you're not looking at what's happening now and just applying it to what's happening now yeah suppress look the cause so then you're you're trying to suppress your actions or the defilements but you're not supposed to, there's nothing to prevent nothing is not supposed to happen greed can arise why not just saying I want to go for a walk doesn't mean I'm greedy to go for a walk. It means I'm going for a walk. Yeah. Go for the walk and watch the mind. The, the, he said the important thing is to be aware. Right? And he says go for the walk. If there is greed, watch the greed. It's not that you can't do things because there's greed and it's not that greed can't arise or shouldn't arise. Greed will arise. Aversion will arise, but he wants us to know the greed and the aversion. If they don't arise, we won't be able to know them and learn about them. Mm. He says the only time we want to, the only way that wisdom comes in about what we want to do is if what we want to do is something dangerous, right? If we want to take drugs, maybe. Or we're going to take a walk off a cliff, maybe, you know, things that are harmful for us. Yes, you want to consider that, you know. Not just do that with awareness. But yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yes, go on. Quickly, the second thing was. So I, I was really nervous about going for a walk in the woods because mm-hmm. I work outside and mm-hmm. I'm a botanist and so I felt like I was going to the office. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 it's like an accountant doing like meditation with like uncalculated or you know not like lists of numbers or, yeah. or something like. And um, so I do a lot of looking yes. in the woods yeah. and. Um, and anyway, this was going on, and I was just noticing it as I was walking, noticing, noticing. Yeah. But then, like, this, you know, all objects are equal kind of thing started uh-huh. coming in. Uh-huh. And, mm. you know, are they really equal? And then we've all chosen professions based on some judgment call. You know, uh-huh. I guess what I'm getting to is when we go into the, you know, our next retreat center of home, um, you know, the reality is that we have to make judgment calls. Yeah. And based on some differentiation between objects. Yes. And I guess I just kind of at the end came to that, you know, hey, I'm sorry.
That's okay. I think the stories make me feel emotional. <laughs> <laughs> I have this attachment to the story, yeah. um, but it just needs to be okay. I think that's yeah. To have judgment, the acceptance of reality. You know, is that that's true, right? What is it? To you're to the lunch of food, waro. To nene nervous pita, but also to a loka botany. ว่าทีนี้สรุปติดติดฟูเนี่ยเจ้าสรุปเอ่อตู้ดีหาตู้เนี่ยอลุ่มสรุปเซกับปูป้ามาสรุปแล้วแม้ตู้ตัวเนี
he, he made a value, co- a value judgment, right? He felt it was more beneficial. But he's not going to ask everyone to become a monk because it, that's not what might be most suitable for them, right? But wisdom will choose. Yeah, wisdom choosing and, and a defilement choosing um, has different consequences too. You know? But we live and learn. It's not that we stop yeah. yeah. He says you have to be very careful about when thinking about the concepts that we use in meditation because a lot of them refer to the reality, the ultimate reality. So if you think a thought, if you start thinking a thought and you get emotional about it, know immediately that it's a wrong thought. The mind has gone up, gone barking on the wrong tree, taken it in the wrong way. You understand? Like the mind has made it. I've been noticing when I feel the most emotional, it's because I have a story behind yeah. Like it's a delusion for sure. Yeah, to to me and the emotional pain, say story to cope and there. Yes. I do you mean? So then don't believe that thought. Don't believe that train of thinking. Yeah. That it's not a valid It's not a valid reasoning whatever the mind gave to you. Okay. Yes. We'll go. I can go first. Yeah. Can you go first? Yes. <clears throat> they said you wanted uh, speech reports. Huh. So um, I have to say my first reaction was, I don't want to do that. <laughs> in my mind. Um, then I remember the line in Where to Float is Not Enough that says, uh, wanting to talk and not wanting to talk are the same problems. <laughs> um, but I've had opportunities all week um, to decide whether to speak or not, because I, my yogi job is to clean the bathrooms. Uh-huh. And people come in every day yeah. while I'm cleaning. And um, so in some cases I chose to speak, in other cases I chose not to speak, and most of them went fine. Yeah. Um, but early in the retreat, when for my mindfulness was developed, someone came in, and I didn't say a thing, but I could tell from this reaction the way I looked at him was very strong. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so in that case, if I had chosen to speak and say bathrooms closed for cleaning, cleaning house is open, that um, it would have been much more skillful. Mm-hmm. And then just yesterday someone came in and I just looked and the energy was so different. And he looked a little confused but um, left. And, and even there, I felt like I should have chosen to speak, that it would have been a more skillful choice. Um, so I'm looking at that reaction of not wanting to speak and realizing in some cases that speech, even in an area that we weren't supposed to be speaking like the bathroom, would have been a more skillful choice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> ဘလို့ချင်းလို့ပြောတယ်ဒီဒီထားဘူးကြိုးစားဆိုပြောရမယ်ဆိုတော့ဒီဒီထားဘူးကြိုးစားဆိုပြောရမယ်ဆိုတ
ပြောနိုင်တယ်ဘာဆက်သူအိမ်သာစေတာအဲ့တော့လူတွေလိုင်းသူတို့ပြောပြောလို့ရတယ်အိမ်သာစေနေတယ်တခြားနေရောက်သ
ဒီကိုမဟုတ်လို့ထင်ပြောမဟုတ်တာကိုဒီကိုလို့ထင်တာအဲ့ဒါသူကအာအမ်သူကပလို့ပြောလဲဆိုတော့အဲ့လိုစ
He says for things like this, he says, you know, if you could do something about it, then do it actively, he said. If you could fulfill a condition that would alleviate that the effect of climate change or war, he says then fulfill that condition. But he says sadness is just an unnecessary emotion because you can be as sad as you like, it will not change the world. He says, if sadness could change the world, then please go ahead and be sad. But what's the point when it doesn't do anything? He says, if you can do something positive and, and it could help, then do that. But don't waste the time on the emotion. Yeah, because everything is causes and conditions and effects. And we can't... We can't be all the conditions or the causes that are necessary. If the world was full of meditators, maybe it would happen. So maybe you want to write a blog to get six million people to start meditating, or one billion people. Then, yes, maybe. Um, I want to rephrase that. Maybe what is wrong is real, and real is wrong. A shield. Yeah, the main delusion we're talking about in that the last one I talked about is really the belief in something, the belief in the I, which doesn't really exist. The belief in thoughts. Um, that aren't really what they represent. <coughs> you know, the thought is not the person, but we we are affected by the thought, not seeing it as just a, a, a thought. Yeah. So he says it's like being afraid when we watch a horror movie. It's not a real ghost, but we're afraid. Um, so that sort of delusion, believing something that's not really there. Um, yeah. That. that and not knowing that what's there is, I won't go there. <laughs> yeah. He says, like, when we're afraid of ghosts, he says then, you know, if we hear something in the dark, it must be a ghost. If we see something move, it must be a ghost. But it's just, it's, it's ridiculous. It's just notional and it's just the mind delusion. Um, don't you have to, to break through the... Yeah. concept. Yeah. 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 And the real, uh, uh, not the real, uh, let's say, so that thing, that, that kind of delusion, he says, really comes into play when we think about concepts and reality. Concepts are not real, but we think they're real because we are functioning through them. So we think reality is real, but we don't know reality, and so we don't, we don't even know it's there, you know, so we believe in concepts, thinking they're real, and the real is hidden from us, you know, yeah. 
Mm-hmm. 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 You look like oh, to say um, something about in order to break through the delusion of, say, whatever climate change, or don't we have to experience the, the grief and the sadness? Otherwise, you're staying in the delusion state of it's not really happening. Or so if you're a climate, a sit over, or tiny, or over, or any hurry, or go up, or Mohane. He says, if you want to not be deluded about, deluded about it, like you're aware of it, and you want to do something positive about it, he says, I don't know what you could do. He says, maybe you can start a petition or a demonstration. You can do positive, but grief and sadness doesn't help the war, and it doesn't help climate change to change. He says, if you want, go and tell someone to stop doing it. Why are you, what is this sadness and this grief? Does it make you happy? เอ่อมันมันมันก็ก็ก็ก็ก็ก็ก็ก็ก็ก็ก็ก็ก็ก็ก็ก็ก็ก็ก็ก็ก็ก็ก็ก็ก็ก็ก็ก็ก็ก็
And you know what happens when we act out of a place of dosa, whether it's sadness or grief or whatever, he says, and if we don't clear that, our actions will be tinged with our sadness and grief. We will make decisions based on it, which may not always be wise. And sometimes the, san- the sadness and anger can, the sadness and grief can escalate into full-blown violence and, and rage because it's not understood for where it belongs. And we justify. <laughs> you see how protesters in the streets, they, they can stop peaceably and if somebody incites some some emotion, it can become a violent mob, and then everybody gets affected, you know. Okay, I'm very sad. He said, the world is at war, he's very sad, so let's stop. This is a wisely. He said, is that wisely? Is that wise? He's just joking. Yeah. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.